the Lord laid this message on my heart about, well, last July. I never finished it. I just got to a spot and I didn't feel uh, him speaking to my spirit. The flow stopped, Sister Tina. And I was like, well, Lord, what am I going to do with a part of a message? And um, so this message has been been written for a while. Well, it, it got finished last week. And we were at our Valentine's party, the singles. Whew. And we had a good time. I probably had too much fun. Um, I'm telling you, Brother Bob is a rock star. Y'all just don't know. <laughs> Sister Lisa, she's vicious. She don't like to lose. <laughs> I learned all kind of things. And uh, Sister Michelle got some moves. <laughs> and Sister Sheila, she cheats at games. That's the only reason she wins. I ain't going to tell you all my secrets. But... um. I told him last night, I said, uh, sometimes losing is winning because I was on the losing team because we didn't cheat. That's why. But um, uh, that's what I want to talk to you guys tonight is I know for sure. I know why now the message wasn't done because I've had to, to uh, experience and stuff before I could finish the message. So uh, the title tonight uh, is what I've been um, speaking to myself even today. So in the summer, the Lord spoke to me, Laura, sometimes winning is, losing is winning. And then the last four months, he's been giving me the words, but even if. So tonight I want to say, but even if, when losing is winning. So I want to go to Daniel. You don't have to stand tonight because I'm going to be reading a couple of verses. So Lord, I pray God tonight, Lord. I pray you would touch each and every one of us, Lord. You see the needs that's sitting on these pews, God. You don't just see the names. You don't just see the families. But, God, I know you see the hearts tonight, God. God, I know you see the spirits tonight that are broken. I feel it, Lord. God, you've laid names on my heart this week, God. You've laid families on my heart. So I know you're here because they're here tonight, God. I'm here tonight, and I need you too, Lord. But I pray that you would speak to encourage us. I pray tonight that you would strengthen us tonight, God. Strengthen our spirits, Lord. And I pray, God, that you would just help me to deliver the word that you've given me. And, Lord, I know the heaviness that I've been feeling, but I know, God, your love, and I know your strength. God, and I know the power, God, that you have, Lord, and it's going to be the lifter of our head. You are a refuge and a strength, God, in time of trouble. You, God, rescue us, God. But even if, Lord, I will still praise you, I will still glorify you and magnify you tonight. I pray that you would have your way and that you would just begin to move on us, God, and give us wisdom and understanding and I do pray that the word tonight, God, goes forth and it just pierce our soul. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So I'm going to be reading from Daniel chapter 3. I'm going to start with verse 18. Uh, but even, And I'm reading from NLT version. But even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you 
your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue you have set up. So if you don't know the story um, of Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, um, to catch us up here real quick, because I don't have time to read the entire chapter, um, there was a, a golden image cra- uh, made, and uh, King Nebuchadnezzar, evil king, said, you're going to bow down. Every time you hear a sound of an instrument, you're going to bow down, and if you don't, you're going to suffer, is what he was telling them. You're going to be thrown into fire. Well, there was three men, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. And this is what they were telling King Nebuchadnezzar, the verse I just wrote you. But even if, so you can imagine a crowd, thousands of people, and there goes the sound of the instruments, and everybody bows, and just three Three. Can you imagine if you're one of those three looking around? Have you ever felt like you were out of place before? Like you stood out like a sore thumb? They were standing there in the crowd. Everybody else thinking, what are they doing? Have they lost their mind? They better get on their knees or they're about to lose everything. They're about to lose their life. But they stood strong. Verse 19 says, Nebuchadnezzar was so furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that his face became distorted with rage. He commanded that the furnace be heated seven times hotter than usual. Well, I want to push pause right here for a second because this is one of the moments that God grabbed my attention this week, Sister Oligan, and uh, spoke to me again. When the enemy is challenged... And when he knows he's losing, he's going to make it harder on you. Have you ever uh, faced a situation you're like, I'm losing. This, this, I can't fix this situation. I'm losing. God, you got to do something because if you don't do something right now, it's over with. And so you know it's completely out of your hands and you're ready to give up. I'm going to be very transparent. There's been, Sister Shay stopped me. I'm not even going to tell you when because it's so, so recent. She goes, you know how she does with her face. I got Brother Sheeran's and Sister Shay's facial expressions down to a pat. She goes, Sister Laura, rubbing my back. How's my girl doing? I look at her and said, I'm not doing very good, Sister Shay. <laughs> but uh, she goes, I can tell. I can tell. Have you ever been in a situation where you're like, I'm just ready to give up. I'm ready to just give up. And my words to her is I'm ready to go home to my family and stay there. And so she's like, I know it's going to get better. It's going to get better. And this is what the Lord spoke to me. Because I was dealing with those temptations to just give up, you know. And Sister Lulabelle, this is what God said. Sister Laura, well, he didn't say Sister Laura. I just feel like sometimes he says Laura, and sometimes he says suck it up, buttercup. But this time I felt like he spoke my name. I was sitting in the chair in front of my window in my living room, nothing on, no TV, no radio, no nothing. I was just sitting in my chair, I pray in. And I felt him just speak to me. And he says, when it gets the hardest and you want to give up, that's when the enemy knows he's about to lose 
So he's throwing everything he has at you. So it's not because you're weak. It's not because you ain't going to make it. And it's not because you are losing. Because sometimes it feels like you're losing. But in all reality, you're winning. And the enemy sees that you're winning. So he's heating that fire up as hot as it will go. Because he knows this is his last shot to take you out. So he said, I'm going to get it as hot as I can. And I'm going to kill him this time. So when you feel that heat getting as hot as it can. You don't think you can stand it. Start thanking God. Oh, I got the victory. The victory's mine. I'm winning because that's exactly what is happening. So he knows he's losing. We're going to verse 20. It says, then he ordered some of the strongest men. So see, so he heated the fire up. Now he went and got the strongest men in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I'm going to tell you, just those little words in that verse, strongest men to bind them. You know why he got the strongest men to bind them? He didn't want them to get loose. He wanted to make sure they could not get loose. I'm going to tell you something. That's why he didn't say I went and got the strongest women, Sister Holligan. You want to know why? <laughs> I know Sister Star here could take us all out. I'm just saying. I, say, I tell everybody, that is the strongest woman I know. I just told people that at the party yesterday. I would never make Sister, well, Sister Star mad. I hope I never do. <laughs> but I remember I was like, I'm going to, Sister Trina, I'm going to tell you this story. Your poor son. So I'm going to take Dawson fishing because he needs to know how to fish. Uh, I thought I grew up in the country. I can do this. I've been fishing before, Sister Trina. And um, he took us out there to that lake out going towards Crowsville. Jerry Combs, I think it's called. And he says, all right, Sister Laura, come over here, you and Dawson, and I'll show y'all where we fish. And I was like, okay, all right. Well, I went and bought us nice fishing poles from, what's that place that Pastor likes, that hunting place? That, what is it? No. Bass Pro. Yeah, that's it, that's it. So I went to Bass Pro, and I went in there, and I said, I need really good fishing poles. So I bought us some good fishing poles. And then I bought us our cute little tackle boxes with all these cute little lures. Some of them jiggled. Some of them was shiny and sparkly, Sister Michan. I went and bought all this cute stuff, and we rearranged it. We were excited. We go out there, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to tie on uh, the hook and the waiter, and I watch a YouTube video, and I'm pulling it with my teeth and pushing it. I had that thing on there. I told Dawson, I said, this is how you're going to cast it. And I cast that. You know what happened? That lure and that weight flew off the pole. I was like, this isn't going to work. And then uh, poor Christian's like, Sister Lord, give me that pole. So he had to tighten that pole. I thought I was, I knew what I was doing. I thought I was strong enough, you know, to pull that on there. And then he gets on there for me. So I was like, okay, Dawson, we're going to do this again. So I went to cast it. And Sister Hogan, do you know what I did? I hooked my bun. I went to cast that ball. That hook got caught in my bun. So here is Christian and Dawson trying to unhook it. I have that on video. But poor Christian. 
But when I, I'm sorry, I had a, that's a, that's a scroll moment. But when I, when I read that verse, I was like, strongest men of his army to bind. That's immediately what came to my mind. Strongest men to bind because God ain't going to call someone like me to bind those men up. (laughs) But he took the strongest men in the entire army and then he used them to bind these men up because he's like, they're not going to get out of this. This is it. It is over for you, you, and you. And I love it. Here it goes. And he said, and throw them into the blazing furnace. So they tied them up and threw them into the furnace, fully dressed in their pants, in their turbans, in their robes, and other garments. And because the king in his anger had demanded such a hot fire in the furnace, the flames killed the soldiers as they threw the three men in. So hot, it killed the strongest men in the army. But suddenly, Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in amazement and explained to his advisors, didn't we tie up three men and throw them into the furnace? Yes, your majesty, we certainly did. And they replied, look, Nebuchadnezzar shouted, I see four men unbound. Four men unbound. I want to stop there real quick. When when, uh, they went into the furnace, they were thrown in there, they were bound. You know what? That's what the enemy does. He wants to bind us up in our minds with fear. He wants to bind you up with discouragement. He wants to bind you up with depression. He wants to bind you up with str- whatever he can is to tie your hands behind your back where you and your mind. Because if he can get you here, he's got you everywhere else. So when I'm reading this, when they were thrown in the fire and they were bound, bound up by all that, here comes God. Here he comes, the fourth man in the fire. Not only, Sister Lulabelle, did he go in the fire with them because he never left them because of their faith, but they were unbound and walking around. God set them free. God set them free from the fear, from anything. They had faith in the Lord. So when you feel like you are losing because all you see and all you are experiencing and all you are feeling is defeat, know the enemy is heating the fire and the battle when he is losing. I'm so thankful tonight that I know, I know that God is with me. I know that God is for me. So the evil king wanted to put out the fear into them and to get them to bow and to give up and turn away. But even if, but even if those men said, if I die, but even if I die, they didn't care. I'll be with my king. We win was their mindset and their heartbeat. You know, it's hard sometimes to speak that when you want something really bad and you say, God, but even if I don't get that, God, even if that's not, but even if it's not your will for me, I will still serve you. And you've got to let that go. But even if. I'm going to keep on reading. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stepped out of the fire. Well, let me back up. Verse 26. Then Nebuchadnezzar came as close as he could to the door of the flaming furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stepped out of the fire. 
Then the high officers, officials, governors, advisors crowded around them and saw that the fire had not touched them. Not a hair on their heads was singed and their clothing was not even scorched. They didn't even smell of smoke. My God. Then Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He sent his angel to rescue his servants who trusted in him. They defied the king's command and were willing to die rather than serve or worship any god except their own god. Therefore, I make this decree. If any people, whatever their race or nation or language, speak a word against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they will be torn limb from limb, and their houses will be turned into heaps of rubble. There is no other God who can rescue like this. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to even higher positions in the province of Babylon. God steps in and he breaks them free. They're no longer bound by the enemy's fury, but are free from the fire and unbound walking with the king. It looked like they lost it. It felt like through what they experienced by many that stood by and watched. There's people watching you. That they just lost their lives, but they were winning. Then they were promoted. There's a famous quote by Corey Boone. When a train goes through a tunnel and it gets dark, you don't throw away the ticket and jump off. You sit still and you trust the engineer. So I want to, I want you to listen for me for a minute. This, this really encouraged me here. Listen to others who lost but one in the word of God. Joseph had a dream of leading his family, but he became an Egyptian slave. Moses thought he could rescue his people from slavery, but he became a fugitive of the law. Daniel hoped to be a witness for God in the Babylonian court, but he became the menu for a group of lions. All three of these individuals realized their purposes, but only after going through a dark tunnel, only after they felt like they were losing and wondering where the engineer of their lives was taking them. God can make our path smooth and easy, but I'm going to tell you something. In my experience, and if there's anybody else in here that can testify, that's been rarely done. God can make it smooth and easy, but it's been rarely done. And I'm going to tell you, every single time I saw a situation that was hard, I stepped back looking at that person and then I saw the testimony that they had and all the people that it impacted, every single one of them. God could make our path smooth and easy, but he rarely does. And he has a good reason for everything that he does. And this is what the word of God tells us. Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. So when you look back at the three Hebrew boys, and you don't know the story, if you're hearing it for the first time, it looks like it's hopeless. It looks like it's over, that there's no way out of this. But they stood firm and they kept the faith. And but even if, 
And they went in there with an attitude that, but even if God doesn't choose to save us, I'm still going to serve the Lord. I'm not going to bow. That faith knows that God has a plan for me. And if that's God's plan for me, I'm still going to serve him. And that's what I want to have tonight. I want to have that faith. I want to have that strength. I want to be that courageous that says, but even if God doesn't and you fill in the blank, God, I'm still going to serve you. I'm still going to serve you. Thinking God will make life easy and understandable is perhaps the greatest hindrance in our faith. I've been there before. I'm like, okay, God's going to God's gonna give me a plan, Brother Littles. He's going to lay this out, and I'm going to understand what I'm supposed to do, and this is going to be easy peasy. Because for me, even if it's hard, and you just tell me what I got to do, and I know why I got to do it, I can still do it, you know? But if I have to do something, I don't understand it, I don't see a way out, that makes it hard, Sister Michan. But this is what Hebrews chapter 11 and 1, this is where God speaks to us. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for, but it is the evidence of things that we cannot see. If I already had everything figured out and told to me and shown, where's my faith at? I won't have any faith. So God builds faith and he builds that in our character so we can lean and trust on him more because we don't know. But we trust him because he is our God. So are you in a tunnel right now and feel like you are losing? Let me take you to Proverbs chapter 3 and I'm going to read verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. I know that regardless of how difficult it be, if I'm on the Lord's path, he always sees me through. And I look back and I'm like, oh, I thought that was going to be harder than it was. Sometimes it was hard, but I made it, Sister Michelle. I made it. Because God's grace and God's love and God's provision and God's protection, he was with me. So as long as we're in God's will and we're on the path that God put us on and we don't allow the enemy to deceive us when we think we're losing, we're going to make it. We're going to be promoted, Sister Holligan. And the biggest promotion I want is the promotion to heaven. And that's what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to reach the gates of heaven. God help me. So I'm getting ready to close, Sister Littles. But I want to encourage you tonight. I want, I'm encouraging myself tonight to face life with the faith and perseverance that these men did. But even if he doesn't, and I want you to think about it right now. So I don't want you to pay attention to anybody that's around you. I just want you to close your eyes and to think about what your circumstance is. But and say, but even if God, but even if he does it, and then whatever it is that you're facing, we, won't, we want to make it clear to the devil that we will never serve or bow down to you, Satan. And I want you to remember that God is with you always, regardless if you feel you're losing. It just means the devil knows he's losing, and it's heating it up. And I don't want to give up tonight. I want to keep on keeping on. I want to stand firm on a firm foundation of God's word 
in his truth tonight. I don't want to waver when the storms blow in, but I want to stand there knowing that whatever comes my way, God, give me strength. God, give us strength tonight, God, that God, even if, but even if, Lord, we want to serve you. And I pray tonight, God, for my church family, God, whatever situation that they themselves are facing, God, that that they need you to come through, God, or wherever you're taking them through, I pray that you would give us the courage to pray that, but even if, Lord, you choose not to, I'm still going to serve you, God. God, I know that when it feels like that we are losing, that we truly are winning with you, God. And I pray tonight for every single one of us. I pray for strength. I pray for courage. I pray, God, for sustainable faith, God. And I pray that we don't waver, God, but we continue, God, to walk the path that you have put us on, trusting in you, God, and not leaning on our own understanding, but in every single thing that we do, we acknowledge you. For you are our God. You are our creator. You are our healer. You are our provider. You are our protection, God. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for saving me. Thank you for my church family, God. And I pray that your will will be done in every single one of our lives, Lord. Keep us, God. Keep us tonight, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.